but uh, but a few people have basically said how how awesome VoIP was in that game, and I just remember thinking about the two days I played Star Citizen, the the all these yeah. people saying how great VoIP was in the cycle, and then like the the week I played DayZ, like literally the second day I roll up on a guy super nice to me, he holds me up, takes all my shit, and then like <laughs> fast fast forward twenty minutes. And we've killed a guy. We've skinned him, and and his skull is a. We've turned into a mask, and yeah. now we just now we're like a skull cult, like you know whatever. And then we like part ways a few hours later, and it's like that was some like once in a lifetime shit. But like yeah. all the once in a lifetime shit is every five hours. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. everybody welcome to the podcast the show dedicated to talking about all the podcast things in life like music content creation and video games i'm one of your co-hosts jesse kazam an escape from tarkov content creator (laughs) (laughs) i'm veritas uh i uh i prepared so i was going through your guys' comments god i was going through the everybody's youtube comments on the last few episodes and i took some notes down uh so i have a few apologies i'm so excited Um, for this so first off um I won't. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm sorry for, for, um. I'm sorry for talking about Tarkov, even when I'm. I don't play Tarkov. Um. I'm sorry for complaining about Tarkov when I do play Tarkov. Um. I'm sorry for if if we're gonna talk about other shit, then we just shouldn't do the the, the podcast at all. Um. If uh if I'm gonna talk about Tarkov, it can't be like negative in any way. It's got to be all positive. Um, but also I can't like, um, I'm not, I'm not, sorry, this is just a really big sheet of paper. I I took a lot of notes. Um, I'm not supposed to talk about, um, talk anything about like bad about, uh, battle state, but also I'm not supposed to defend battle state because then I'm like, I don't know, simping for Nikita. Um, let's see what else. Well, we can go through these, through the episode. I've got more and more to talk about Dude, um but I, oh. i'm really i'm really sincerely sorry to everybody in the comments uh i'm gonna do better and i think the only way that i could possibly make everyone happy is stapling my fucking mouth shut I dude guess. i were they bad i didn't i don't think i read a single comment from the last video were they really bad it was just like I was browsing them, and there were there was oh a bunch that were God, just like. Bro. I, see, here's the thing. Last episode, I don't I don't particularly remember being like so super salty or down about. It was mostly just like I'm not interested. Yeah, here are the things I'm looking forward to. Here are the things I'm hoping for. But it was like, yeah, well, you Jesus should. Christ. You should like, there was there were a bunch of comments that were basically saying like you should. It was funny. So it's like even even though you are happy right now playing mm-hmm. other games and you're taking a break from Tarkov, what you need to do actually is take a break from talking about Tarkov. Yeah. If you're going to not play it, you can't talk about it. It's like, oh, okay, Yeah, well. it's like you've played 6,000 hours of Tarkov and you take two weeks off to play Magic and people are like, who are you to talk about Tarkov? Like, what, <laughs> what the hell? Oh, well, my God, bro. I took a break from Tarkov, but I can't take a break from from the, the Tarkov, Tarkov community. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but, but Tarkov, contrary to what some of the comments say, there was actually one comment that was like, 
Veritas just hates the community and thinks that they're all shitheads. It's like, well, no, it's just no, like just you. <laughs> yeah, just like the four people who are saying dumb, salty shit. Yeah, um, but it didn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It's it's mostly just like funny and interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, this is when they go, "Well, you're talking about it, dude. You sound oh, no. salty." It's, the, it's for the memes, dude. It's so good. You pulled that thing, that that scroll out, and I had no idea. I've uh, had, oh my god, I've had that plan for like three days. Oh, <coughs> dude, that's so. That was that was perfect. I I loved that. And yeah, what the screw screw you, all of you negative Nancys in the comments. Luckily, there, the the there's, there's, positive ones get voted to the top. So when I was looking for the negative ones, I couldn't even find them because all the positive ones, if people upvote it, you know, it kind of reorders them. And uh, oh my god, that's that's yeah, super but it, funny. it was overwhelmingly over, overwhelmingly yeah. positive. I just thought it was funny because it was like, yeah, anytime that anybody and, and most of them, it's not necessarily that they're like being jerks. Um, you know, some of them are trying to be constructive, but it's just so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, let's everybody step back for a second. I, I want to have a circle. And it's like, okay, all the people that are telling me what to do, I want you all to talk. Because you're telling me to do yes. something. You're telling me not to do something. You're t it's like, Bro. I want to see them have a cage match and be like, what does Veritas do? Dude, Fight. That is one of, wow. That, like, what you just described is is one of the most fundamentally, like, core beliefs that I hold right now in this in this era of time and we can talk about it in the context of anything you know Tarkov politics YouTube comments whatever it's that like so many people are only linked by like a mutual hate for one thing and nothing else but they're convinced that they're linked by so much more and it's exactly that it's like everybody thinks they're on the same team if they like dumpster on you in the comments but what they're all telling you to do is completely different things and if everybody got together they would all end up just arguing about what they think you should do and so it's oh my god it's such a it's such a cluster it's i mean it's politics it's the same as politics 100 percent, 100 percent. and it's just and it and it's yeah the like the authority with which people just like arrive into the comment section you know what i mean I know, like i know what i know what's unreal. best for you Dude. i know what's best for you jesse <laughs> let me tell let me tell you what's best for you <laughs> we were rolling the other day on stream dude um somebody came in and was like you know i'm i'm struggling to make money like jesus like how do you get 50 60 million rubles and i was like i, was, I got a financial advisor dude. <laughs> yeah I yeah i was like i was like dude oh no no here this is it he said where do you go to do money runs and I was like, I don't really do money runs. I was like, you know, I, I play a lot. I've got the Bitcoin farm leveled up. You know, I've I got a few really lucky finds. I found a blue key card this wipe. And at the end of the day, it's really just like surviving. Like if you prioritize survival over everything else, then you can make money on junk, cigarettes, you know, bolts. You can make a bunch of money. And somebody came in and it was, we were just rolling. He was like, you don't make 60 million rubles without money runs, bud. Trust me. And I was like, but... I was like, but but I I have sixty million rubles and I don't do money runs and he was like I don't believe you and and I, go watch dude, every yeah. hour of recorded <laughs> I content. Like, I was like, man, all I can really offer you is I think Twitch saves two weeks on my vods. Uh, if you want to go, like, I, dude, the whole chat was just like, what? Like it was so it was none of us were mad. It was just so funny. Like he with so much authority, he came into my chat and told me 
how I made my money in Tarkov. Like, you trust trust me, bro. I know what you do. And I was like, you know how easy it is to. It's so funny. Dude, it's so easy to (laughs) and brainless to to take the opposing side. Why why the fuck are you why are you so butthurt, dude? Why are you so butthurt? Why are you being so defensive if it's not true? If it's not true, then why? And then someone else, what, dude, why are you focusing on this one guy? Oh, yeah. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you focusing on this one guy? Just don't feed the trolls, man. Wow, dude, you're what, you're kind of toxic, huh? Like, you, you know, if you're feeding the trolls. We were just laughing. It was just like, <laughs> oh, if man. You, if you ignore him, you're a coward. If yeah. you call him out, you're a dickhead. If you make <laughs> light of him, you're a pretentious dick, asshole, yeah. condescending jerk, you know, whatever. You literally can't do anything. Yeah. And if you try to follow their own logic to like show where the traps are, then you're splitting hairs and you're being, you know, it's semantics and you're you're you know, reaching too far. And it's like, all I'm doing is saying the exact words back to you. And 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 literally like what what I just said was essentially what all those weeks of therapy have done for me, yeah. which is realized. You're basically fucked no matter what you do. So <laughs> yeah. you should just, so, and which I, I knew that. I knew that I was fucked no matter what I did. And that made me, made me like want to find the one way to succeed, which there isn't, spoiler yeah. alert. And it also like, it made me upset because I felt like I was like cornered. Where, yeah. Where now after all of this like discussion and introspection and all that stuff, I realized like, yeah. No matter what I do, there's going to be some contingent of people that just won't like me and won't like it. So, and, and and now that I realize that that is inescapable, and that's just normal, it's like I, it no longer bothers me. So yeah. I, I'm just going to do whatever it is I'm going to do. If 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 I feel like making light of somebody and calling them out yeah, and 100%. focusing on them at the moment, I'll do it. If I feel like ignoring somebody, I'll do it. I'll do whatever the fuck 100%, I feel like. A hundred percent. hundred percent because you totally, you just can't, you just, you just can't win. There's nothing you can do. And so winning is literally just exactly that. You you just taking ownership of it. And it's like this guy, I'm going to meme on him. This guy, I'm going to ignore him. And you make that choice and you know what's going to happen. And you just like move on from it. Yeah, dude, a hundred percent, hundred percent. And think about all the people who are three paragraphs into writing a long comment, right? To me right now on the YouTube video that now have stopped typing and they've looked up at their screen and they're like, what's he going to say about me? Step away from the keyboard. Because <laughs> trust me, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. You know, everybody that gives you advice is an idiot. So here's my advice. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I could, because I'm special. I'm the special <laughs> one. Bro, I'm the reasonable one. It's unreal. It's unreal. And then we get the, because it is such a lose-lose because, because of the nature of what we're doing. Like I, I was, I was, I, I was explaining this to somebody like every once in a while you get somebody and you they're like pretty open like you know what i mean they'll walk it back they weren't really aggressive and it's like i like talking with those people because they're like they're like oh my bad i didn't mean that and i was just like imagine you know you're in a room and you're telling a story your favorite story to tell and it's a long story and you're in a room with 30 people and a third of the way through the story 10 people get up and leave and 10 new people come in and then 60 percent of the stories 10 of 10 of the original people get up and leave and 10 new people come in. And now you're in the home stretch trying to finish the story. And you have a group of people asking about the beginning because they they got in right after the beginning. You got a group of people asking about the middle because they missed the whole thing. And you got a group of people that are annoyed you haven't just finished your story yet. 
And all of those people's kids who are nine and they're like hopped up on sugar and they're just yeah. dickheads. Yeah. And and he was like, oh, that would be super annoying. I was like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I signed up for this, but it's like, just, just, you know, take a few extra seconds before you hit enter on that message. When you come in and you can tell we've been talking about something for a while, you know what I mean? Because it's like, I'm, tr I'm still trying to close up. I'm trying to land the plane for the people that were here 10 minutes ago when we started talking about something and I can't do it when everybody, and it was so funny. Cause that was exactly what the intro to the last podcast was where the guy comes in and he was like, well, this is going to be dumb unless you get to keep your Kappa. And I just like, couldn't, I couldn't handle it because it was like, yeah, <laughs> we talked about that. Uh, it's so. Well, listen. If we don't change the subject, then all the comments are going to be. Oh when yeah. Did this become what, a Veritas bitch fest. Why don't you talk about Tarkov anymore? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Tarkov. It's it's down. <laughs> yeah. And what? You know what? What happened? And you know what? There's nothing good or bad about that. As a purely neutral fact. Yes. I have no good or bad opinion about Tarkov apparently being down. I didn't even know about it until I read your first <laughs> bullet point. Yeah. Tarkov's down. It's been down for. I don't even know. Like. I, I saw that it was down like uh, four or five, so it's been down for a few hours now, three four hours. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They just said that they they tweeted out something. People are having trouble getting in, and then I I was just surprised. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not like a they haven't really released any information on what's going on. It's weird because it's not like you know Christmas or a patch or a drops event or something. So it's just uh it's just down. It's just down. So yep. Tarky's down. Well, you know what? But that makes that makes me down. <clears throat> that makes me down. You know, I was gonna play Tarkov today, but uh, if if it's down, I'm gonna play some Star Citizen, and my life will be fun. I will have fun. I, I will say though, the past few days and weeks, Tarkov has been fun. It, it's it's kind of the same thing I talked about before, where it's like the the fun has a threshold, and that is like. You know what I mean? It's it's like a if then. If you have two or three good raids, then your next one will have an audio bug or major desync because it's like we gotta we gotta kneecap you, we gotta keep you just a right amount of miserable. You know what I mean? So that's annoying to to keep running into those things. But like, I was kind of contemplating like <clears throat> the dailies and weeklies have had now that we've had them for like two or three full weeks. They've had a more, they've had a larger impact on my like fun playing the game than I originally thought. And it goes back to like, I think the dailies and weeklies need, they still need some love. They need balance around the quests that there's mechanics that they can introduce that can make it better. All, all the feedback that we've given still holds, but it's like we've talked about before. It's like never underestimate how far people are willing to go for like a cosmetic, like give, give, give us any goal and we'll do it. Similarly, I kind of, I, I underestimated how much it affects everything else when I get a few good dailies and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. It's like, it's like a filter. It's like when you die a few raids in a row, there's like a, I died to some bull crap, but at least I didn't find the one G phone and die with it. So let's gear back up. There's just like this one extra thing. And then when you find the thing you're looking for, you're like, yo, let's get out. Let's get out. It kind of brings that back. And so mm. it's been, it's been fun. I, it, it's done exactly what I hoped it would do, which is like push me around maps like I, because without guidance, I get super, like I hit 42. Normally it's when I get Kappa, but because I haven't had Kappa yet, I hit 42 and I literally, I play Customs Woods Shoreline, Customs Woods Shoreline. That's it. The whole rest of the wipe. I'll do that. And the other day I spent the whole, I spent three days in a row on only reserve or interchange for quests and like 
had great raids and i was like oh i forgot these maps were fun you know what i mean yeah. and so like it's been it's been it's been helping for sure more than i thought it would yeah i went and played uh i played one raid yesterday um because actually yesterday was when uh the the new set came out for mm. for magic um but so they were down for a little bit and they were having some technical difficulties and, and stuff uh apparently that's a thing whenever they have a patch it's like everything really fucking break for like three hours yeah i, I guess i had to google like oh, i get this error and it was like 27 results from 2020 from 2019 from 2018 i've gotten this you know it's like, apparently that's the thing so i'm like you know what i might as well just install the you know the, the patch update the launcher yeah. and see if you know unity uh see yeah. how it feels um i did one raid with an rfb on customs and i got like eight scav kills a pmc kill got out um fairly uneventful there was only one so there, there were two things that were i would say noteworthy mm -hmm. um one was uh I've, I've literally said there were two things that were noteworthy and in that in the time it took <laughs> me to articulate the sentence i forgot both things <laughs> what was i gonna say um <laughs> Jesus. So, I mean, I, I did experience uh, the same kind of audio annoyingness in uh, I was at for sure. The not construction, but the big like fortress stone building fortress. So I was at fortress. Uh, and just so just like even though it's all one big concrete box yeah. with it's all wide open when they're on the second floor, you can't hear anything. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I did did get a PMC kill. The fight went pretty well. Um I took a bunch of damage, but I ended up surviving and, uh, you know, there was nothing crazy with desync or yeah. nothing, nothing felt too weird, but the, I, I will say that the scabs are, I'm not sure exactly what they did just because I've done one raid, you yeah. know, in weeks. Um, but I will say that basically every time I was engaged with the scav, I was like, Oh shit! A player. I killed yes. them and looted them. Was like that was an AI. I think just because they 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 run around randomly yeah. a lot more, whereas before they would only really like run if you like shot at them and they yeah. like, threw a grenade or something. But but now it's like I I walked into Fortress and I just heard running upstairs. <laughs> yeah, and it was like at no point previously would there be a scav an AI scav running around upstairs. Yep. Um, I mean, I guess there's a small chance it was a player scav, but he had like exactly two magazines full for his pistol, nothing yeah. in his bag, nothing in his pockets, nothing in his rig. Yeah. Um, no, they like, I don't know what they've been doing, but they have been doing it. It feels like whatever, all these like big sweeping changes that they made were like, there was the big patch where they made them run and they made them like check their mags and eat and drink. And then they made a patch where like they did something. It feels like whatever they've been doing recently is just like tightening the screws on all of that stuff. They haven't wildly changed their behavior, but I find myself and my friends and my chat and the people I play with be like, what is up with the scabs? And that I, they are, it feels like all of the behaviors they gave them, they just like did a pass on making them feel more realistic because the scavs would run, but you could tell it would run, stop, you know, the slide, and then it would check its chamber and then it would just run again. And you're like, oh, that's a scab. But now they run for longer and then they stop and then they walk. They're, they're pathing. 
Honestly, I, like, I think it's yeah. more random. Yeah. I think it le it's it's less realistic and more random, which I think makes it less predictable. Yes. Which which accidentally makes it more realistic yeah. because you know, if you if any given person was in a building, you would have no idea where they would go, what their tendencies would be. Yep. They could do in anything, go anywhere. Yep. Um so when you hear like pop 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 from the second floor and you like walk in and then you hear running and then you, you know, look up the stairs and then you see it's clearly an AI because they're just like standing there, but then they turn and then they run. And, yeah. you know, it's like, Oh, and the way that I'm able to, I think, determine is that as soon as they see you, they instantly will yell something. I think that's like the, the, the yep. surefire way. Um, I mean, unless people, the meta is to start doing that now, you know, hit F1 as soon as, no, I use that as a measurement of, of if that's it a seems, scab. It seems pretty reliable because sometimes if they just run and you shoot them, if as soon as they kind of see you and then you shoot them and and they yell something, it's like yeah, it's pretty well, pretty well likely that it's an AI. Yep. Um, I was getting about ninety frames on customs, um, which I, is fairly normal for me. I'm running at two K on like everything's ultra yeah. jacked up max settings, so I mean it's acceptable. Yeah. Um, it wasn't stable, you know. It was like 90, 70, yeah. 80, 90, 70, which again is not really a huge deal. If it dips down to like 40, 50, or below, that's when it starts to be like, whoa, really bad. Um, they did a patch, the patch before the Unity 2019 patch. Ever since that patch, when I play Woods, you know, because you know how like when you scope in with a Voodoo, you always get a frame cut no matter what map you are because it's double rendering the game. But like, I never, I haven't had that in like a year and a half. Really? Well, dude. On for a while, I I don't think I played Woods since the Unity 2019 update, so I haven't I wouldn't be able to tell. But for like a week, ever since that previous patch, if you're on Woods and you're facing the lumber mill, and you ADS with a Voodoo, I'd go down to like 27 frames, and I've got a 3090, a bro. The lot to render, man. I, I dude, it's like, but I play Woods all the time, so I noticed like they put a patch out, and I was like, what happened to my frames? So I haven't gone back there, but I will say since the Unity 2019 update. Uh, I it could totally be placebo, but I felt like I got like five to ten percent more frames. Like when I was on reserve, I got like I was peaking at like 100, 110 as opposed That's to so like small. That I don't know that. Well, I mean, it, maybe it's maybe noteworthy. It, maybe I don't it know. just felt smoother. Like I was staying at my average for longer without having dips, but it felt smoother. But it didn't feel like I didn't feel like I had crazy frames. I just all day I was like, man, I feel like this just feels a little bit tighter. And then every time I would check, I, I would be like, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a little bit more than I normally get. So it was just like it just felt it just felt a little bit better, but maybe smoother of an experience, maybe less dips on maps like customs and reserve. And it just made it feel like if my average is, you know, 80, but I dip down to, you know, 60 all the time, you know, maybe I was just staying at 80 more often or whatever. I don't know. It just so, felt I mean, a little I've bit seen, better. I didn't expect three, it to be any better. Yeah, I mean, I've seen three different responses from people that have either been on Twitter or coming mm -hmm. into chat, um, which makes me think that nothing has changed. Uh, yeah. But but basically, some folks said uh, that their performance seemed like it was a little bit better, which, like, okay. Some folks have said it's objectively everything's worse. You know, Unity broke everything, but at the same time, it's like, I'm sure they made, well, I'm not, I'm sure, but it's entirely possible that this patch wasn't just Unity 
it probably came with a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. So it's entirely possible that Unity had nothing to do with it, and the other stuff is what yeah. led to the stuttering and whatever, you know, people having <laughs> frame drops and stuttering and stuff. Some people have said that there's no difference. I mean, I, I said from the beginning that I anticipated that it, it would be it would be not even remotely close uh, to seeing any significant impact at the beginning. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's the equivalent of changing all of the yeah. the foundation and scaffolding of a home. Like you don't see it until you want to go put on an addition. You know, and then it's going to be much easier to do that. It was, and even Nikita said multiple times, multiple times, like you're not going to notice. Like you're like, what do we? What should we expect from it? It's like you shouldn't expect anything other than yeah. our development will hopefully improve in terms of speed and quality and the ability to do stuff and iterate. Um, but everybody was like, I can't wait for Unity to do this. It's going to be game changing. It's like, do you, are you not listening to like... It's, and it's hard because it's like, it's understandable because they're excited about it because it's going to potentially open up a lot, you know, better dev tools. They've, they have alluded to things like, you know, they asked, um, nice guy asked on the podcast, like, hey, what's up with Steam Audio? And he was like, yeah, Unity 2019 has been a barrier there, you know, and then, uh, you know, we ask about networking or desync and, and they'll say, you know, Unity 2019 will hopefully. And so like he without saying like Unity 2019 is going to bring all sorts of these improvements. I feel like people just like they want to be excited about something because they want the game to be better. We can tell they're excited to get on Unity 2019 because it's better dev tools and they're their devs. And so I think a lot of that translates to like. And everybody's just so starved for news. Unity 2019, Unity 2019. What is that? What am I going to get? And but in fairness, Nikita has said Every time he talks about Unity 2019, he was like, you do not expect anything immediately, any sort of increase. And I'd like that, especially because we just went through that. The analogy, I was like, I was like, Unity 2018, like when you move, the, the day you get to your brand new house with three extra bedrooms and a pool and a patio, you're not worried about any of that at all. You're worried, did I... Did I get everything here from there? Yeah. Did I lose anything in process? Did anything break on the way? Is the table... So That's all you're and thinking about. And there's always about. a few things that you forget and a few things always. that you break. And, and it takes... you got to go to Target and pick exactly. up a couple things. Exactly. Or you left something behind intentionally. And I was like, that's the analogy. I was like, today, chat, the win is if nothing major is broken. That's that's a perfect, flawless, 10 out of 10 S-tier execution of this job. If nothing major is broken and all the little things were either intentional or stuff that we can just run to target and get. And then over the next few months, you get settled in and you go, oh, what do we want to do with this bedroom? What do we want to do out here? And that's what they're going to do. They're going to be like, okay, now we have a little bit of time. Let's mess with these new tools. What is this going to allow us to do? Is this going to make it, us be able to do something new or do something old faster? So I was like... Let's just, just well, that's so, it. That's so, all we're doing. We're just moving today, okay? Like, <laughs> So based on what you just said, think about, I mean, based on what you said, my limited experience with the patch, literally one fucking raid, yeah. um, and, and all the stuff that I've seen from everybody, all the different sources kind of averaged out, um, you, you pointed out that, you know, the, the goal is to essentially have it be there's no difference. Um, I would say that on average, it seems like not a whole lot's changed. Some people are saying performance is good. Some people are saying it's shit. Some people are saying it's good. It's fine. Yeah. It all averages out to what Tarkov's always been. So that kind of makes me think like maybe this was a successful. I think so. 
I think I mean, at the end of the day, me like like major success. At the end of the day, that's what I that's what I felt. My personal experience was I experienced a few bugs. Like there were a few tiny little audio bugs, and uh, but there were a few tiny little audio bugs, and I felt like the performance was really good, maybe a little bit better. And I was like, this all kind of evens out. Like there's nothing crazy. Like I was like, I was trying to be like, this is really good. Like, they didn't warn us about this weeks in advance. They didn't, like, the game was only down for a few hours. Like, this was, they migrated engines just like a, they gave us eight hours notice. That was it. I was like, yeah. the last time, like, we we were talking about Unity 2018 for months, and it came with Patch Point 12, which also came with, with uh, Patch Point 12 came with the hideout, which was... It, broken for eight hours after it came out you couldn't enter the hideout for eight hours out the patch it came with reserve which like reserve i mean you remember like the first few weeks of reserve it was like if you had 13 frames you were on a god pc you know what i mean like and so this was just so much better in the sense that like they were i don't know i just i i guess i'm saying like this was executed perfectly what more could we have expected we literally the last time they did this it was a cluster because they added new features and a new map and a new engine we were just four days ago staring down the barrel of patch 12.12 .12, which was set to include new features such as voip and inertia a new map lighthouse and a new engine and they were like oh let's get it out they made the migration nothing major broke the reddits weren't filling up with like it was a few tiny bugs and a lot of people saying they were getting slightly better performance and the game was totally playable. Now, I don't know why it's down right now, but I was like, man, I was like, nobody's really talking about how this is like a god tier execution. Like we just moved houses and nobody really noticed. And that's welcome a, to software development yeah. and a million other things. When when it goes well, nobody knows. <laughs> and when it goes bad, everybody knows. That's the that's the engineering struggle. Yeah. You know, like you 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 don't get to show up to the fucking monthly review with from engineering and all the ceos and everything and be like we had just improved our code base and made it 37 percent more efficient we added unit tests and our continuous integration and, and everybody's like but how many downloads did we get yeah like how many it's like it, that's not the fucking point yeah man yeah uh yeah so sure so i i was really excited about it i don't know how much of like you were saying the uh the like either side like some people are saying worse performance some people are saying better performance like i don't know how much of that is just like um how optimized any given thing is for every single piece of hardware out there right like you know what i mean like mm -hmm. unity 2019 might be a little bit less optimized for certain machines or older machines or older parts and it's like it's so hard to come up with it's so hard to come up with apples to apples comparisons when you know a computer today can be built with like any number of 16 parts that could be anywhere between eight and 10 to two months old. You know what I mean? So it's, it's so hard when they do something like this and I get a few extra frames and you feel like nothing's different and he feels like he's getting no frames. It's like, I don't even know if anything's broken. It's just hard to tell when there's so much different hardware out there. You know what I mean? So, so overall, man, I felt like the migration went really well. I, I don't know what else we could have asked for, you know? For sure. For sure. So, I mean, I guess we'll see. Hopefully shit like, yeah, starts going like six months from now. If nothing comes from it, it's like, well, then what yes. was all that work? For? That that you know? is so. that is what's hard is that like it's super exciting that they did this and they did it so well. But what is hard about it is that we won't know if 
it worked you know what i mean for like months you know what i mean yeah. and even then we probably won't ever know you know what i mean so it'll be interesting but i want to i want to check if they if they're saying anything on twitter uh yeah i literally just opened twitter to see if there was a uh, an update from them it was several hours ago that they were like the game is down and it was so weird they, because they it was three hours ago they said maybe facing network traffic issues so it could be like a networking thing as opposed to like a game client thing yeah um because it if it was a, if it was related to unity the, Un the unity patch has been up for three days you know what i mean two three days and it worked really well so i don't i don't feel like that just broke anything you know what i mean yep so i don't know <clears throat> yeah the uh it, it feels good i'm excited i think i'm i am really excited that they got it out before the big patch because this is the thing that gives us the least amount of like immediate um stuff for the gamer but it paves the, i'm i'm assuming it paves the way for a smoother 12.12 .12 launch if the game has been running on unity 2019 and they maybe fix all these tiny little bugs and then push out 12.12 .12, like i feel like that's that's going to be a smoother process as opposed to doing it all on one which is what they did with 12.0 you know what i mean so hopefully yeah we'll see and i guess it's it's like not even it, it's it's kind of a good time for all this to be happening uh -huh. too i feel like just because there's a bunch of uh there's so much going i know on. yeah a ton going on there's uh battlefield now what was the deal did it just like come out i don't even know like what the deal is did it release is it like the open beta is it like I, what's the deal if you spent a hundred dollars on the game you get it a week early and that's what happened today i hate it do I, so much do i have it do i have it I was watching, uh, I watched Pestily had a video. Yeah. Um, and I, I was curious to see uh, what it was. And it looked like he was, did like the hazard zone. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it was, my my take from, from it was, so I'll just describe what I saw because I don't know yeah. anything about anything. I literally have like access to like the behind the scenes NDA videos, PDFs, all that stuff straight from the developers, like from over the last few months and and like i can't be fucking bothered to watch it uh <laughs> every i don't know because it's i just feel like whenever i go through that stuff i never know what it's going to be like until i just watch someone play it or play it myself um yeah. so uh it was it looked like they like spawned in it was a giant wide open mm -hmm. like it looked like hoth Star Wars it was all snowy yeah Arctic the snow map yeah 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 with hills and everything and it was really cool terrain it was just nice because it's like really natural way of like natural as opposed to artificial where it's like there's a building with three boxes and then like a box over here so that you can like it, it was just less about we're gonna make this for a shooter and more yeah. a little bit more you know so you can get up on a hill but then also like wrap around the hill and then go down and then like there's just all kinds of craggy things. So like you yep. can always kind of get low into a little ditch. Even if you're out in the open, there's it's still like you have some sort of cover. Yeah, I noticed um, that too. It just looked like there was th three, him and two other guys running around, getting in like long range fights with the occasional, all of a sudden it's like someone's coming up on us because they might be on like a mountain ridge. Yeah. And they're like sniping across the mountain ridge. And then all of a sudden it's like, there's people behind us like coming up around the hills so there was just a bunch of fights. Um, all the the gunplay looked looked really nice. Um, yep. Uh, it, 
and then it, it looked like there were a bunch of like pods around where they collect the drives, whatever the fuck that is. Yep. It seems like the goal is to just go in, collect the drives, and get out. Yeah. And there's like multiple extractions. <laughs> there was like extraction A, but they're like, we have a minute and we're not going to make it. It's like all the way across. So we're going to have to wait until like extraction B. Yep. Um, and they got in a bunch of fights. It looked like you could get downed. And your teammates could go over to you, and it was like one one thousand with the defibrillator, yeah. like one one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand. Boom, you're up. Yep. And it looked like you could kind of crawl a little bit, and you could also move a little bit while you're, which is nice because I hate games where it's like I'm healing you, standing out in the open. <laughs> yeah. I'm he as soon as I press anything else, the healing gets reset. You know. Um, I don't know what happens when you get, just because I'm pretty sure he like edited a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Out. I don't know what happens if you get killed, like finished while you're down it looked like maybe you would like re potentially respawn in so the you get the drives out and for depending on kind of similar to how tarkov experience works depending on how many kills you got uh if you survived or not and then how many drives you get out you get a special currency that's only for this hazard zone if you choose to do so you can purchase with that currency before you go into your next raid a redeploy beacon and if your team goes, if your teammate goes full down, you can redeploy them and they can come back in if they have all been used or if you don't, if your team doesn't have any, when you go full down, you're just done for that raid. Could you have like, now, do you spectate? Do you know? Like, what I don't know. I, I didn't watch anybody that was full down. I don't know if you can spectate. Interesting. So I, I'd want to know there if you could, uh, if you can spectate or if you're just like fucking, if it's like Tarkov where you just dick around. Yeah. On your phone. Yeah. <laughs> tell your voice, get out. Um, and I also wonder, like, you know, if you have like a crazy good success rate and you're like rich, does that mean you can just infinitely respawn or is there like a limit? I think it's like it's you have like two or three equipment slots and you can only put one in, like one respawn oh, thing in, and like one armor okay. thing in. Like you can't stack it with like three different respawn things, I believe. That's pretty neat. And it looked like the time to kill looked pretty good in, in, in where like. If you hit somebody with a sniper headshot, you know, from 150 yeah. meters away, which, like, it seemed like it took some skill because there definitely was obvious bullet drop. Like, yeah. the Tarkov, the bullet drop is totally negligible. And also, it just, I, I just feel like you don't ever get a sense of the trajectory of the bullet. Yeah. You shoot, and then you, like, see maybe where the bullet hole is going to be. Yeah. But in this one, I feel like you like it's almost like every bullet's a tracer. Yes, um, basically, you kind of feel like, like, yeah. Um, so it, it it seemed like it was just the right amount of it. Didn't feel like you were like lobbing water balloons. Yeah, you know, like I I've played when I played the alpha or beta or whatever it was. Sniping was just like it was so bad. Yeah, it felt like a trebuchet, like forty five you know? degree angles. Yeah, it was goofy as hell. And also, it was like you would lob it. And if you managed to, like, hit somebody, it was, like, hit marker. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, I'm not going to hit four of those. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? exactly. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, it looked like, uh, you know, like, Pesley was hitting a bunch of, like, wicked long headshots and people were going down in one. And then it's, like, they kind of go on their back and then they kind of crawl over onto their hands and knees. And yep. it's a little clunky, the animation, but it's, you know, and then they're, like, crawling to cover. And you get a few more times to, like, try and, you know, pop off shots while they're crawling behind cover. Um, I just I really like that the kind of give and take around like do I go and get my guy up, you yeah. know, it just adds a whole other element to it where, um, yeah, it, just just that whole dynamic of people are coming from everywhere, 
the time to kill seemed like it, and I haven't played it yet, but it, it seemed like it was a, a pretty decent place where, um, you know, where it was it was reasonable. It wasn't yeah. super fast. It wasn't super long. You know, if you pull out a pistol, you know, you might hit somebody four or five times and then have to like reload, but they're not going to be dead yet. Yeah. But then like once you peek them, you know, within the next ten seconds or something, then another four or five shots will probably take them down. Yeah. Um. So so that was good. Uh, there was one other thing. Oh, the just being able to to do markers. Oh um, yeah, it's such, such a nice and thing have to be it able... ping distance. It would ping the marker and and it would just say one seventy one, and it's like that's how many meters. And I was like, oh, that's sick. Like insurgency, um, it seemed like there was some automatic voice comms that like like con contextual oh. voice comms. So like there was one period where where the guys like um you know you know contact to the west and Pesley was like Did, is there someone to our left you know like and he's like I, I don't know i don't know he's like well your character just said like contact and he's like oh i don't know uh, uh, something and all of a sudden they you see guys to the left yeah. so and then he pinged and the guy was like you know his guy on the radio you could hear like his voice being like an enemy 142 meters and it's like oh shit because then I don't know if they're zeroing, so but then sick. you could instantly go in and either use the mill dots or whatever to, to. It still takes skill, yes, to be able to take that information, yeah. translate that into, into like, where I need to aim using the mill dots or using zeroing, yeah. and then have the physical ability to actually put the crosshair where it needs to go. Yep. I like it a lot. Um, yep. So I just don't know if that gameplay loop. Where the fuck does it go? Do you just go and collect drives and you get respawn tokens? Thing. And then what the fuck do you do? That's like, what I'm worried about is like, um, I was watching a little bit of it. I was watching uh, Deadly play it. I was watching Landmark play it and Will. Uh, and it definitely looks cool. I think I, I, I don't think any Battlefield material ever came out and said that it was like a Tarkov-like game. But I think that that mode got shot in the foot by whoever started it being like battlefields making a tarkov game because it is absolutely nothing like tarkov you know what i mean like it's but dude, there's it's, extractions it's yeah it's it's it, rather than a timer running out and the game fades to black you actually have to go out the exit door exactly it's like battle royale plus and i was watching pesley's video on this and he was saying the same thing he was like it's good but you can't hold it to that standard because then it's like then everything if you're holding everything through well is this tarkov then everything either falls short or is different but like the gameplay loop seemed really fun for all those regions, all those reasons you said, like it felt good. It felt squad play. It felt cool to be in an open map. The map design is really cool. The weapons are cool. The TCK seemed cool. But then I had that same question. I was like, what happens when you go on a seven or eight raid winning streak? As far as I can tell, you can't really like you're buying the guns, I think. But it's not like it's not like the difference between buying a Mark 18 in Tarkov and buying a PP-19. It's, it's just, just a like, loadout. yeah, it's just the guns. You know what I mean? It's like the same 10 guns. So I was wondering that too. Like what's the, it, 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 after watching today, I also watched a bunch of uh, people just playing the conquest. I, it's still the mode I'm most excited for. I watched deadly play like the regular all out warfare for like two hours. And I was like, I do not want to play this. I did not have fun playing it in the beta really. And I don't really care. So after it's, just, it's battlefield. Exactly. Every it's, every battlefield that's ever been a massive map with eight hundred fucking dudes. Dude, and you have two everybody options. running around doing their own old, you spawn old thing. On a hot drop and die immediately and do that over and over again. Or you spawn at the next thing, which is eight miles away, and you run in and you die when you get there. And it's like 
So this definitely, after watching Pestle's videos and watching Deadly Plant, I was like, okay, this looks fun, but I was wondering the same thing. What's the progression? What's the, what do you do with all well, this cash you, you, you get? I don't know. According uh, to Pestle, who just came in uh, oh. and, and commented, uh, I quote, it has zero progression. It's boring after two hours. <laughs> Um, he said after two successful uh, extracts, you've got more points than you can spend in the next 10 games. What? So, it's, so I don't know if, if... Yeah, I didn't know how much things cost either. I don't know if they're planning on, like, Interesting. modifying that in some way. Like, if this is, like... Yeah. You know, like, how Tarkov back in the day had, like, three quests and, like, two maps? Yeah. And they're planning on building and iterating, maybe, right? But if that's just the game and they're going to add more maps or something over the time, it's like, because I don't know, there's, just, yo, there's no source of progression or I'm pretty sure you investment. can, when you kill somebody, just like in regular Battlefield, I'm pretty sure you can pick up that person's gun. So I wish it was almost like, either like a little bit more like the cycle, a little bit more like Tarkov. What if it was like, like the only thing you get for free is a pistol? And like, so like the first few days of the cycle, everybody had the worst gun, everybody, because it's all anybody could afford. But then I came back and played it two weeks later. And now the, some of the player base has played a lot and has good stuff. And some of them haven't, and some of them are medium. So if you get, a, if you're like, I got no money and you get a good kill on somebody with a, a dope bolty, now you just get to pick up that bolty. It'd be cool if like the guns cost more and you started with less for free and then whatever you had on you when you extracted, you got to bring into the next raid for free. So there doesn't have to be an inventory system, but whatever I had on me, I just start the, the next one because then it, there's like this, you can almost do like zero to hero runs where it's like, so I'm it's going like hard, over the hardcore pistol. Tarkov. Uh, I mean, kind of a little bit. It would just, uh, my, my theory crafting here is like, we, we have to make that, the, that currency mean something. We have to make it valuable. And if, if that's true, or if you do two, two successful raids, and you're just set for the next day of playing, then it just doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, then it's like, why do I get the drives? Then it's just like deathmatch. Yeah, and just then PvP. Why, why get I... the drives? Because you get you even get currency for PvPing and extracting. So why get the drives? Like, yeah, I don't know. Now, I haven't played it for sure. I haven't played it. And like I said, it's still probably the thing I'm looking forward to playing the most in Battlefield. But I I don't know. I hate, I hate the whole freaking... You can buy the game for $60, but for 40 more dollars, you can play it a week earlier with all your friends and all the content creators. And it was just like, I don't know, it's so scummy, man. I hate it. So I'm not buying it. I'm not, I'm not paying the extra money. I'll play it next week. Yeah, I guess and I the real I tell really... is that how many people are going to be playing it next week. And that'll be the real tell. It'll just suck for the people that if it's, if it's, if nobody's playing it next week and it's, and it is dead for the most part. Then it just sucks for everybody. You know what I mean? Who spent sixty bucks on the game and not a hundred? It's so funny that I went. Uh, I went from having literally zero interest in having it just be like, I'll see if when people respond to it yeah. when it first comes out if it's any good, and then maybe that having no interest. To then I saw Pestle's video and I'm like, you know, this actually looks pretty dope. To then seeing Pestle's comment being like, <laughs> nah, it gets fucking boring. And now I'm like. Yeah, I'm not even going to buy it. Like, I was in the process of, like, logging into my account to figure out, really? like, do I have, did I buy this? I forget if I bought it, if I had it. And now I'm just like, eh, you know what? Yeah. Yep. So, I don't know. It, it, I, I think it got shot in the foot by being called a Tarkov, you know, comparable thing. It's more like, I don't know if you ever played Scavengers, 
but scavengers was basically a really unique take on a like scavengers was a game where you went in and it was pvp ve and you gathered resources and you extracted with those resources and the extraction the final extraction was the only extraction on the map so it was like because that's how hazard zone is it's more battle royale where the last extraction is the only extraction so you actually yeah you, you know will what meet it seems way more like a br yes you will meet everybody it's just without a circle but the circle is this is the only extraction so you know what i mean it's like it's not a circle closing but if you don't get to that extraction if you're on the other side of the map you die and it doesn't matter anyway a metaphorical it's a circle. metaphorical circle exactly and scavengers was like if that if you think about it isn't that just life is it just a metaphorical circle we're just all just trying to circle. extract with as many drives as we can but i thought i liked scavengers i thought it had a lot of problems and it wasn't fully fleshed out but i was like man this concept is really cool and this is basically what Warzone is, or, or, or Hazard Zone. It's like Battlefield's take on that. But everybody was like, oh, it's Tarkov. And then everybody's just got this weird taste in their mouth now. I don't know. But it, yeah, it looks it looks coolish. It looks coolish. I don't know. Meh. I, yeah, just the, the, I was really hoping that I would like, like, Battlefield. Like, the all-out warfare, mm -hmm. the conquest, you know what I mean? Because... Because I like, I, I I miss having more arcadey shooters. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm not going in there, you know, wanting all of the crazy uh, Tarkov stuff. And I just really wanted to like it, man. And I played the beta and I just like could not. Like the most fun was just riffing on how buggy it was with my friends. My four, like that was the fun I had in Battlefield, not the playing. And I was like, well, I was like, that was a beta. Let's go. Maybe they fixed it up. And I watched Deadly Dude for like hours today. And I was just like. I don't want to play this, you know what I mean? So I was like, I don't know. It just, it's just not for me. And that's not saying it, it, that's not to say it is de facto a bad game. It is just not different what I am looking for a hundred percent. Paddle your own canoe. It's just what I'm, it's just not what I'm looking for. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. But, uh, yeah, you uh, you've been doing you're doing some magic. You uh, you were drafting. What does that mean? Uh, yeah. So the way that the drafts like work, fantasy is, football, but like in, kind yeah. I mean, kind of like actual um, fantasy. Oh, oh, with a capital F. <laughs> I oh my god, that's I'm I'm a that <laughs> I'm speechless. Someone must have said that at some point. Uh. Wow, that's genius. I'm going to have to use that. I'm stealing that. TM, 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 TM. TM, um, TM, TM, TM. Uh, yeah, so, and this is what I did when I first got into uh, Magic back when I was at a software startup and a bunch of the other nerds I worked oh, with yeah. all, all played Magic. And it was like one Friday, one of the guys came in with a big box that had the booster, like a sealed box that normally they'll like put it up on the counter, crack it open, and you like pick out individual packs, you know, from it. Yeah. Um, but he bought, you know, one of those big boxes and they're like, all right, we're doing we're teaching everybody magic. We're doing like a sealed event. And and so the, basically the way it works is you, they just take all the packs out and everybody gets handed uh, three or four packs. It depends on what the format is. Yeah. But literally what you do is you open the pack up when you do just a normal draft. You look at all the cards and you pick one card from it and that's yours. And then you pass the deck either oh. to the left or to the right. 
So you are one at a time choosing cards, and after three decks go around, usually you know you'll pass it yeah. to your left, you'll pass it to your right. If you get like a really good red card, then like the next pack that comes around, if you get like another really good red, you're like, okay, it looks like I might be building like a red deck, but you might get yeah. like a really good red card, and then everyone after that is like different colors. So you just, you know, um, yep. but you get to keep all the cards afterwards, um, and then depending on how many wins you get. It's usually like a double or triple elimination kind of thing. Uh, whoever like wins usually gets like six packs from the mm. rest of the box, and then like second place gets four packs, and then so you get to keep all your cards, plus you know usually a prize at the end based gotcha. on how much you won. Um, so it's the the it's fun because a lot of what it comes down to is you might be you know choosing all of the red and black cards, and there might be like an amazing green card that like I want this for my collection. Like I'm not gonna yeah use it yeah, but I know I get to take this home tonight, so yeah. Or you might know, like, I feel like, you know, somebody here is building, like, a green-white deck, and I, this card would be perfect, <laughs> so I'm going to make sure that they can't play against me with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, draft. So, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. And a, a new set came out, so there's, you know, like, a thousand new cards, and all of them have all these different mechanics. Oh and so it's like, I've just been drafting, because what it does is it you get experience with all these different cards. Ah. You get You get to keep the cards that you draft figure out like what's good um and it's just a lot of fun because it's it's less not like scripted but like yeah when you play competitive constructed it's a 60 card deck and it's all like meta like yeah. you're gonna yeah. face people who have like i've got four copies of four is the maximum per individual card it's yeah. like i've got four of these these and these four of these these and these and it's like very you face the same four decks over and over and over again. For sure. Um, and it gets a little bit boring, but, you know, it's also a lot of fun to play those types of things. Yeah. But then when you draft, you have a 40-card deck, and it's kind of, like, a little bit janky. You know, everybody's kind of, like, it's like a race between a bunch of rusty old cars that you put together from, yeah, like, scrap. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a pickup game of basketball. It's just, like, who's around? Who's on? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, we're not. Yeah. It's just whatever. That's cool. That's That's cool. Uh, yeah, that that, uh, that sometimes sense. one card, sometimes one card will carry you through the whole thing because like you don't get to choose the cards you have. So sometimes there's like different types of cards that it's like if you put uh, an, an artifact down, you can't like kill it because it's not a creature. So unless you have like a destroy artifact card, it's like there's nothing you can do. Mm. So sometimes in that limited capacity, if you get a card that's like every turn spawn like four dudes Normally, when you're playing constructed, it's like they know I have oh, to get yeah. rid of that right away. But if you're playing limited, it's like you can get out of control, <laughs> you know, with some pretty crazy, funny shit. I literally had a, I have a clip. Uh, I killed a dude in one one turn. So you start with twenty health. Mm -hmm. um, both of your you guys start with twenty health, okay. and I, he went from nineteen health, and I had like nine health, and it was like the, he had like five dudes on the board i had five dudes on the board and i'm just like looking 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 and i had four mana to spend which is like usually you have on like turn four usually it's like you know a one cost creature is like a one one little tiny weenie yeah. guy and it costs one so i had four which is pretty you know sometimes you have 15 or you know whatever uh mana to spend and in, with four mana literally i killed him in one turn it was like cast this spell which does this and takes all of his guys and then steal this guy and, and it was like just the most complete epic. flip dude it was it was like <laughs> imagine imagine you're playing chess and it's like turn one like pawn forward he, he puts his pawn forward turn two you do this do you do this and all of a sudden it's like 
Checkmate. Checkmate. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's, that, really that's cool. what it felt like. I just felt like a god. Uh, but yeah. And then other times you build a deck and it's like you instantly lose three in a row. You get no wins. Uh, and it's like, well, well guess I'll just take my pay, cards and go home. You got to pay. Uh, I mean, you can use like, because Magic the Gathering Arena has like uh, different currency. There's like okay. gems and coins. Um and naturally, like if you want to buy eighteen thousand gems, it's a hundred bucks. Uh, now you can get it's fifteen hundred gems to to draft. So for a hundred dollars, that's twelve. Mm. Twelve. Which you would drafts. have to you would have to buy them in real life too, right? Like if the physical card game, you'd have to go. Yeah, I forget what how much it costs, but it's usually like kind of covers the packs and like the fee you know like yeah. the whoever's hosting it but yeah i mean you have to pay yeah to but you get to keep the cards and stuff but but i mean yeah it's it's pretty funny That's how cool. you know like you can you can go through a hundred dollars pretty fucking quick yeah 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 uh, but uh but yeah it's been fun and That's there's cool. been a lot of people dude there's a crossover between tarkov and magic for sure i mean magic is like one of the fucking oldest games yeah it's, i was about to say you know, it's, it's been around for a while right it's from Wizards of the Coast. It like literally the people who made Dungeons and Dragons are the ones who own Magic. Okay. Um there we go. And you know, it's so like 30 years it's it's been around. Uh That's really cool. And uh but there's a lot of people in the Magic community that play. Actually so much so that if you're listening to this and you're and you're ever interested, if if you come into my chat and do uh, exclamation point EFTMTG uh I think I showed oh, you something. Oh yeah, you did. I, went, you I, did. I, I mocked up. I mocked up. It, I mean, they look basically like legit. Yeah, like if you didn't know, you wouldn't know any better. Um, but it's basically Tarkov um, magic cards. So like, fucking the therapist is a planeswalker, and and Prapor, like all a bunch of the traders. Oh no, I, I I blacked you out there. Um, all of the like a bunch of the traders are planeswalkers. Nikita is a planeswalker. Um. Which are like the most powerful like entities in the game, uh, and then I ha have a bunch of spells that are all like memes, you know. One dude, like, they were funny. Flashbang and lag and uh, you know false ban and <laughs> yeah. I just tried to incorporate a, a bunch of the the lore from Tarkov and memes and stuff with the actual like design of Magic cards. Yeah, and I sent them to sent them to Nikita. He never played Magic, but he got a kick out of them. Uh, so those were hilarious. Like I never played Magic either, but talking with you enough, and I've been like lurking while you play. I was like, yo, those actually, they look like cards. They look like straight up cards you could just buy. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I, all of the, there's, you know, there's a couple typos here and there that I'm going to iron out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But at some point I might, I might actually, uh, you know, print these out. And Nikita said if I, if I printed out a bunch of cards and sent them to him, he, he'd consider signing them. And then, I don't know, maybe we'll do a charity thing or a giveaway or something like sick. that. Imagine having a signed foil Nikita Planeswalker magic card. Like, <laughs> it's such a random. I I would fucking frame it and put it on the yeah, wall. Yeah, you know dude, I mean? that would be so dope. Uh, That'd yeah, be really so. cool. That's pretty dope. Anyway, now That's that all the Tarkov cool. people are, have fast forwarded thirty seconds, thirty seconds, thirty seconds through the podcast. Oh until yeah, we're, you know, not talking about magic anymore, but. <laughs> Hey man, I I mean my kick has been has been Star Citizen recently. Like you know what I mean. Like I, I like I said, I really have been fun playing Tarkov, and I'm really excited for what we have in the next year. But like, but my my kick has been been Star Citizen recently. They've been doing they put out a huge patch. They got some big stuff coming. And uh, I dude, I went back and watched the video that of me playing, which was a complete and utter. Uh, I mean, playing quote unquote, so but good. just like, and I was like, holy shit, this was two years ago, and I'm still looking at it going. 
these are the best video game graphics I've ever seen. Ever, it was two years ago. Ever, dude. And it's and it's just it's just gotten better, bro. Like it the fidelity is just insane. The screenshots. Okay, so you would appreciate this. Um like I and I know you know this, but like you can disconnect the camera and then move it around. You know what I mean? Like, and you can do, uh, you can like push the camera towards you farther away, up, down, and then you can manipulate it 360 degree around your person or your ship. And then you can even pull focus. Oh my God. As someone who was a videographer. Wait, for is like, that new? No, the, the ability to pull focus has always been there. It's just like a weird bind, but like you can decrease the, like, uh, you know, make your, the background blurry and you're in, in focus and all this stuff. Anyways. As, a, as somebody who spent like three years as a videographer, like I, me and we were, <laughs> we were playing and me and Silverbag, we just spent two hours on a moon. He, he got into the, into the, into the, um, he piloted my ship and he took off with it and I had a weapons. And as I was on this moon, it was cold throughout the two hours. My armor is slowly growing frost all over it and I've got weapons on and all we're doing is like, okay, run it again. And I'm like running and I have the camera facing at me. So I've swung it around and it's facing me. And so you see the ship coming over my shoulder and I just try and get these shots where I keep running, but I, I keep the ship in frame and I whip the camera around the as it's, as the, it whips over me. And he was doing passes where he was shooting and like stuff was exploding. And then like, dude, I, and, and I was like, I could do this forever. Like, there's so many ships, there's so many armors, there's so much stuff. You can set up snuff where you're, like, shooting your friends. And, like, that's all just, like, created content. That that wasn't missions or anything. But in this new patch, they're adding so many more, like, FPS missions and, like, healing gameplay and just, like, the, the loot. Now you lose all your stuff when you die and you can loot other players and NPCs. So, like, like Deadly started this and we were kind of dabbling in it a little bit, too. Almost like a hardcore Star Citizen run. Deadly... Deadly bought a new Star Citizen account with no ships because he had like accumulated a bunch of other ships from like referrals and uh, you know he spent a little bit of money upgrading his ship, the starter ship, and he was doing like hardcore Star Citizen where he wasn't allowed to buy anything. He went to a cave and he like beat somebody up and then took their armor and took his gun and then was selling stuff and renting ships and doing missions and then getting more money so that you could rent bigger ships and bro, it's. It's just yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to give it a try again. It, 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 it's the funny thing is, is that like for some reason I'm 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 always drawn to when I see the game. I'm like I want to play, but I don't want to do anything the game wants me to do. That's like fine. when I I don't want to do missions, talk to NPCs. I don't even want to shoot. I just want to fucking fly around <laughs> and like talk to people and experience. Like mo I spent I don't know what like two days playing the game. And most of the time was spent with like the selfie cam, yep. going, yeah, 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 with, with the, the you know the foip, the foip. Um, and uh, crawling around like a schmiegel, like a fucking creeper, you know. But it was just like, it felt like a like a weird fever dream movie. Yeah. And then the one time I was messing around like with a dude, and then all of a sudden, you know, I was in a ship with a guy. Again, this is like two days of just memeing around. <laughs> I didn't even know the controls. And I got in, like, so many wacky, like, memorable moments. Like, I'll never forget. I'm with this dude who I'm like, are you an NPC? Like, I literally, he's like, hello. I'm like, <laughs> you smell like a fucking NPC. I'm like, I genuinely cannot tell because I'm so new to the game if you're an NPC or not. And he's like, you sound like an NPC. I was like, okay, well, now I know it's yeah. dude. But, but 
you know, I like followed him. I'm like, yo, can I come with you? He's like, sure. And I'm like, what the fuck? I get in his ship. Dude. He takes off. I'm like, dude. And he hits a, I'm like someone. Uh, someone told me that like hit Jay and like the ship was like, from like transformed into like yep. fucking Boba Fett's like. Oh, dude. I know exactly what ship you're talking about. And then and then we're like we're flying into like sort of the into the atmosphere of a, of a place that kind of looks a little bit like Mars. And then all of a sudden he like opens up the back hatch and I see it, he just like jumps out the hatch. I'm like, I don't know how to get out of the seat to get into that seat so I can fly. Yeah. So the ship. So then I'm like, I get in and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, OK. And I'm like messing around with buttons. I don't know how to fly. I hit a button and all of a sudden I just whoop, start standing up, which is like you're kind of locked into an animation. Yeah. And then the ship just goes and just starts diving <laughs> and literally i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god and it's like it could not it was dude it could not have been more perfect to where i finally managed to get back in the chair and it was like pull up and I'm like, <laughs> the, the classic and i like i'm going towards a mountain dude and i just barely missed the dude. mountain it was the sickest thing ever dude and it was like i wasn't i'm sure that i had tapped into 0.0001% yeah. of the game. I don't know what a mission is. I don't, I think I shot at like one AI yeah. once with a gun okay. that some guy gave me, but like. So you know what's funny? You know what's fun about Star Citizen versus Tarkov is that they both everything are so lacking for the opposite reason. Tarkov, all it is, is like stuff that the game hands you to do. And when you do all that, you're like, I have nothing. There's nothing left. There's nothing satisfying. And we're like, we want VoIP, we want open world so we can create those moments in Tarkov, right? The like clutch one in a million moment in Tarkov. That's what we want. That's all we want. Star Citizen is the exact opposite. All it is are these crazy one in a million. This is never going to happen again insanity. But then when you're like, you know what? I'm going to grind some stuff. You're like, what the hell do I do? Where do I go? Are you an NPC? Are you a mission giver? I don't know. And, and that's it. So you get the complete opposite experience. If you're new to the game and you just ask people to fly in their ships... What that does in them is they go, oh, ah, uh, you're new. Let me show you the $9,000 ship I have. Like every time, if you're like, yo, can I, get a, can I get a ride? They'll call the biggest, most unnecessary ship in the game just to show it to you because they're so proud of it. And like, it's always moments like that, dude. Last night we were playing and we were like, it, we were, I, I don't know how we found this bug. We were initializing our hyperdrive and I was up in the top turret of a of the ship and I got out of the turret and the turret gets up and as I'm coming down from the turret the entire spaceship just explodes around me everyone in it dies I am untouched but I am now floating in space like I look to my left and there's a space station 30 kilometers away and I look to my right and there's a planet and I'm just floating do you in have space. like a do you have any sort of propellant yes you go like if, if, you, if you have a fucking uh yeah, for like an hour, dude. And I made it like 1% of the way to the space station and Seal like spawned on the other side of the universe and got his ship and uh, somebody else from chat literally like just pulled up at me and I just like got into their ship and he just picked me up and I never died and we like, it was so sick. Dude, that's so fucking rad, dude, man. I gotta, I gotta give it a one try again. You, One of the new things is there's a tractor beam now, attachment. Uh, and so like me and seal went and you just like park your ships and you can create like obstacle courses where you tractor beam and you, you take a bunch of speed and then you let it go and you just zip by the ship and you can like chain things and like 
just zip around in zero G with the tractor beam. You can tractor beam to like other people. You can like drag people. Dude, there's this like mission where you have to collect a bunch of boxes and I was picking them up with the tractor beam and just throwing them at seal and I almost killed them. Like it, it like just knocks you over. Dude, it's just, it's, it's a game where like the number one question you get asked when you're streaming, it is like, what the hell do you even do in this game? And the answer is, that's the point. <laughs> Whatever, Whatever the, the hell you want. you want to do. Oh, man. And it's just like, it's just fun. It, there's, It's not enough. You know what I mean? It's not enough. It, it, it wouldn't be my main game. It's not enough right now. But like, man, is it just fun? And it, it's just like, it's Star Citizen is potential, the video game. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You look at the graphics and these spaceships and all these like things. But then when you're like, all right, let's grind it. You're always left like kind of unsatisfied because you're like what the hell is there to do but to, to pop in every once in a while dude it is just a blast it's just memes and because you're not taking it seriously the bugs are funny they're like the bugs are sometimes the best part of your night like dude did you so did you see the video the the, the fucking original dad the video that i made <laughs> yes dude yeah it, it was a two-part video um it's funny, you know, like 40 40 40 down votes or whatever and it's like, this is fucking <laughs> This is content. Um, yeah. But there was like a period of time where like my ship like crashed into the ground, but like all of the cloud textures were all fucked up. And then all of a sudden I was like, all you could see was it was as if I was lying down on the ground <laughs> with my with the camera. Like, like, you know, the scene from Blair Witch Project at the end <laughs> where they drop the camera and you just see like, oh, the person yeah, thing. yeah. It was like that where you just all you saw was like the side of my head, like looking up all like these glitchy clouds in like a red Mars sky, we're just like, it was all windy. And then I like instantly was like, went into improv mode. <laughs> I didn't have my camera on obviously. Cause you know, I was yeah. trying to like immersive, whatever. And I like instantly turned on like the reverb. Yeah. And it was like, I was in like the fucking upside down. I'm like, Murph, <laughs> Murph, make him stay Murph. And all of a sudden Dude. it was like, and I was back in bed and I was like, Oh, that was a weird dream. Like it, it just, it was oh, it was just a perfect platform for just <laughs> but, like improv. And what you can do, what you can do now, especially when you're like in those like states, you can you can set a uh, I think it's called a beacon, and you can put a price, and you can say I'll pay somebody ten thousand credits to come get me, and then you're notified when somebody accepts it. So you can just like lay there and wait, and then somebody can come, and you can get on the voice, and you're like, oh god, thank you. Oh, I've been waiting so long. And they're like, hear you, and they're like, heal you. And then if they heal you, they get the money. So like, it, it's just... It's not like, it's fucking medical Uber. Yeah, but you can... Galactic Uber. But from a content creation perspective, you, you like, you're drawing those VoIP interactions to yourself. You're on a desolate planet, and if you make the price high enough, somebody will get it. And then when they get there, you get content, because you get to just, like, meme with them and have fun, and it's like... It, it's just dude it's so funny man dude and this is what like um I, i've heard a bunch of people all talk about uh i haven't heard anything really about the cycle uh oh yeah in, in a while i mean i, I you know yeah the beta ended really and so it. it's um, just kind of but uh but a few people have basically said how how awesome voip was in that game and i just remember thinking about the two days i played star citizen the the all these yeah. people saying how great VoIP was in the cycle, and then like the the week I played Daisy, like literally the second day I roll up on a guy, super nice to me. He holds me up, takes all my shit, and then like <laughs> fast fast forward 
20 minutes and we've killed a guy we've skinned him and and his skull is a we've turned into a mask and yeah. now we just now we're like a skull cult like you know whatever and then we like part ways a few hours later and it's like that was some like once in a lifetime shit but like yeah. all the once in a lifetime shit is every five hours 100 you know what i mean 100 percent. and that dude i was playing with finest the other day and he was like yeah i've been playing a ton of cycle i was like yeah it was pretty good and he, he said the same thing he was like man he was like i really enjoyed the voip in that game you know what I mean? And I was like, wait, 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 wait. You didn't just hear the N-word and racial slurs? How many times, Finest, did you hear somebody playing music over a boombox? Like, that's my favorite thing, bro. VoIP, but what about you guys, man? People are going to play DMCA music to get you banned from Twitch. And I'm like, you're thinking way too hard about this. Like, I, dude... And and we just memed no, on it. No, they're not. They're not They're not thinking hard enough. Yeah, I guess. They, they heard somebody say it, and they were like... That sounds reasonable. I'm going to I'm going to be concerned about Dude. this thing without realizing that they don't fucking actually care. They just everybody wants to be a Dude. a it's Karen about one thing. It's crazy. And so we just memed on it for a while. I was like, wait, so you didn't hear any racial slurs? No. Oh, wait, you didn't hear music from a boombox? No. Wait, you you didn't hear just toxicity? You didn't hear you know people screaming at the top of their lungs? And, and it was just like, no. And guess what? It's the closest video game that we have to Tarkov was the cycle. Extraction-based, raid-based, you lose all your loot, you need money, there's traders. I mean, the list is huge. It's very different than Tarkov, but it's the closest thing we have. And everybody forever has been like, yeah, but that's DayZ. That's different than Tarkov. Tarkov's going to be more like Rust and so toxic. And I was like, dude, the cycle was a first-person shooter, extraction-based, very much like Tarkov, the VoIP was amazing. Now, I still very firmly hold the belief that the first few weeks of Tarkov and VoIP will be toxic because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and because people will make it toxic because they desire it to be toxic because if it's toxic, they're right. They get to be right about it was going to be toxic the whole time. So I think the first few weeks are going to be rough. I don't even think that. But, but like, I just was like, dude, somebody, <laughs> somebody the other day was like... <laughs> They were like, I'm worried about VoIP because people are going to be able to just like yell and scream through their microphones and it'll mask the movement of their players and it'll be harder to hear them. And I was like, you, you don't, well, you don't think it'll be easier to hear them because they're screaming into their microphone. I was like, <laughs> that, that, was, that person, that they weren't, dude, no. I was like. I was like, what? That's, I don't know what that, that means. Like that is I mean, that's right there is Poe's law <laughs> incarnate. They're not was their Twitch name like the living breathing meme? Oh, wait, I, I have that account. That's I did. my account. I don't know. It was it was just so funny. Cause I guess I get what they were saying, but like I don't know, man. It was it was so funny. No, I mean, I, yeah, I, I get what I know what all of those individual words mean. Yeah. Individually. But when you put them together, it's the dumbest thing a human being has ever said out loud. <laughs> Although jokes going to be on us when they implement VoIP Dude. and you're and the, and the and the VoIP like the speaker is like 14 feet to the front and to the <laughs> left of your character model. So it, it, you actually like it's Could like you're that. throwing throwing your voice ventriloquism over there. in tarkov 
Like, hey, I'm in Mark's fucking... room, and then you push from the other side of the building. I think there's actually, like, a... It came out after I stopped playing in, in Valorant. Like, one of the dude's abilities in that game is to, like... You, like, press a button, and what it does is it, like, spawns footsteps that go out this way oh. and out this way. So you're like, oh, it's it's like rather than a mirage, it's an auditory mirage. That's wild. Um, which would really fuck me up because I'm just a sound whore. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. I I hear shit and aim at it. Stuff I hear faster than stuff I see. Um, but uh, but yeah, that uh, joke's gonna be on us when, for some reason, that stupid comment. It somehow comes to fruition. Yeah, they fuck up something super bad. Or like, uh, you remember how briefly the grenades had no directional audio? If you heard a nade, it, it like the sound blew up just above your head. It was just like boom, and you're like, where was that nade? I don't think I remember that. That I don't, and that could have been a bug that only affected some players. It, it definitely affected me. Every nade within a certain distance just blew up. The sound was just above my head. It just blew up, and I was like, where huh. was that? Like, that'll be how they do VoIP. There's no directional, no occlusion, and it'll just be, like, yelling, and then it'll actually be able to do that. Please, God, no. But I just... I, going all the way back, it was just it was just funny that you brought up... You brought up the cycle specifically about VoIP, and we were just talking about that, where it's like, I haven't heard a single person complain about the VoIP and cycle. And so many, not just Tarkov streamers, a lot of Tarkov streamers, but a lot of other streamers... Um, we're just we're playing Tarkov. We're or sorry, we're playing the cycle. We're loving the cycle, and so many of the people I watched had VoIP on, and I never heard it, and I never heard anybody complain about anything in, in with the VoIP and the cycle. And it is the closest kind of comparison we have to Tarkov. So I don't know. I I I look forward to. I'm ho I'm saying this out loud into the universe, <laughs> hoping that. That you know, it's like the secret. If I say it, it'll become true. Um, I just can't wait for all of the people that have been driving me fucking insane for the last yeah. three years, saying X is going to be yeah. Y, and I've been saying no, it's not, and here's why for so long. Yeah. I can't wait for them to come and be like, I was wrong. And when I say I can't wait, I mean, like, literally, I, I couldn't possibly wait that long. Yeah, no, I was like be waiting for the fucking heat death of the universe. But I was for a second. I was like, Ertos, you know, that's not going to happen, right? <laughs> I was like, please don't be waiting for that. I'm, ho I'm holding my breath. <laughs> You're turning violet, violet. Yeah, no, there'll, there'll be a new thing. You know what I mean? Like, there'll be there'll be a new thing that will kill the game or or like unnecessary blame will get put on it. You know what I mean? Somebody will die to a cheater and, and or, or somebody will die to like an audio bug and they'll be like, man, the flea market ruined the game. You know what I mean? It's just like these things stick and we just dump everything on the flea market ruined the game, man. There will there will 100% be that. We're like, you know what I mean? They'll make Kappa level 97 and they'll be like, Jesus Christ, VoIP ruined the, the freaking game. And it'll just be like, there's just no, there will be no recovering from it. But I am personally very excited. Very excited. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot going on. I don't really have anything else. Is there anything on the video game or music or technology department? 
Uh, I mean, I came out with a bunch of new songs over the last week. Let's well, if, if you guys like Carl Sagan, I made a banger mm. that has some samples from uh, from A Pale Blue Dot, uh, which is a fantastic book. Um, I still, at this point, I'm going to need to get a little bored with magic i think before i'll i'll hop into the the sim racing stuff a little bit more but oh. now that it's now that it's cooler it'll be much much nicer to jump into i'm just trying to figure out what games i want to get into I, I actually see like uh summit and a whole bunch of other folks um have been playing like i racing yep. i've been watching stuff, so, uh i still have to mess around with that yeah uh, i mean uh, yeah not not really a whole lot i there was a um i saw the trailer for Actually, not the trailer, but it was like kind of a dev blog um, for Kerbal Space Program Two. Oh, looks, looks really fucking dope. They were just talking about like all the environments and all the like, you know, the planets and the details that they have. And uh, you made me watch the trailer for that, and they used that M eighty three song, and that trailer was like it gave me goosebumps. I never even heard of Kerbal Space Program before. You told you were like. Go check out the first one, but watch the trailer for the second one. And I like literally got goosebumps watching the trailer. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm stoked uh, because that's a game where like you got to know your physics, you got to know yeah. like you do orbital maneuvers, and like you have to build a ship, and like to to drastically simplify how it works, you build a ship, you can attach a buttload of rockets onto it, but that's more weight. You can add a bunch of fuel, but that's more weight, and it all just comes down to how much weight versus thrust versus fuel do you have? And it really gives you a an idea, like a perspective for just how significant yeah. gravity yeah. is. Like you will use 90% of your fucking fuel just to get out into like the bare minimum of space and then now it's like whoa fuck like you just yeah it's like throwing a baseball into the air and you realize like how many changes and iterations you need just to be able to get out to where then you can change your trajectory a little bit and then burn in a, in, in a certain direction and then you'll see because you can like zoom out and see like your kind of orbital yeah and the first few times you'll always see just a little tiny fucking like uh, the arch of mcdonald's that like yeah. you know is barely up into the outer atmosphere and it's like how the fuck do i get out into space and the first time you get out into space you're like oh shit and then you just get pulled back in mm -hmm. and then you realize like the first time you're able to build it and learn a bunch of stuff to where you start you you turn in a particular direction and you start burning your rockets after you like detach multiple stages and because you can't have that weight anymore and and then you burn and then you see that that line that little arch turn into a semicircle, turn into an ellipse it's going yeah. around the, and then, then you have a little circular orbit. Now you're in an actual orbit. And now it's like, you see the moon over there. And if you just point towards the moon and just turn on your rockets, what'll end up happening is you'll slingshot around the planet that way yep. into infinity, you know, uh, so you actually have to like plan shit. It is crazy. It, 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 it took me months of watching tutorials and learning about orbital mechanics and stuff before I was able to go and to do, because you can actually like fly out with your initial boosters, detach the boosters once you get like right into the upper atmosphere, because then you actually don't need a whole lot of thrust once you get out 
you yeah, know, into space, like, yeah. into space between, you know, <laughs> um, but like to go towards like the moon, which they call moon, like M-U-N, um, <laughs> Mun. I don't know how, how, how they pronounce it, but, um, but you build all of the individual pieces, you put it together, you choose the kind of rockets you have and everything, and then you can then get and capture into the orbit of the moon. You want to get into a stable orbit at a right altitude to then you can detach. If you if you have a lander, you you have to like put the ladders on the lander and the little feet and everything, mm -hmm. and it has to be like symmetrical. You can then detach the lander, and just like <laughs> Apollo fucking you know eleven, go down to the planet, land to the moon, jump around, you know whatever, and it's the size of a fucking moon. Yeah, you know, so you could just walk for days. Um, and the new game is apparently going to have like a, a lot of stuff to do. Uh, all the different oh, biomes cool. you can go, and in different places you go, you get like research, and you basically gain science. Yeah. Um, and science is like your currency. So then, if you end up collecting all this science, you have the science on your little guy. But if you don't make it back to the planet, then you don't have the science. <laughs> you don't have the science. So, so like you're, you know, the first thing you do is you get on a launch pad, and you do the science and it's like we've done science from the launch pad on the fucking earth basically it's called Kerbin, but and it's like now i can buy advanced sensors and then you know yep. like you you fly up and the thing fucking explodes and then it's like well i have two science to do whatever and yep. then it gets to the point where like you can land on planning i'm gonna land in this basin on the southern cap of the moon which is a different environment so then you could do all kinds of different you know you can have like all it's, uh, you can do like barometric pressure and temperature and all these science things that do different kinds of stuff to figure out like what's the universe like here? What's, yeah. the, what's the soil like here to then have to take off and then rendezvous with yep. the orbiter and then boink, connect and then fucking fly back and not die. You know, it, like I said, it took me months before I was able to make it back. I had hundreds of little Kerbin guys just like, well, you're just floating in space forever. Like, you're out of fuel. What yep. happens when you're, you're out of fuel Sorry. and you're in orbit? Sorry, you're just going to die. Like, Dude. there's nothing you can do. It's such an amazing game, and, yeah. and, and this one looks like it's going to take it to the next level. And it just, so. like, it, even just watching it, which I ended up watching a bunch of the first game, like, just gives you this appreciation for, like, what these people do, you know what I mean? All the math that goes into it. And like, I kind of went down a rabbit hole recently watching a bunch of videos about like what NASA is doing and what SpaceX is doing and like why we want to go to the moon and what's important about the moon and why we want to go to the Mars and what's important about Mars and how much we don't know. And all these different like theoretical, like almost science fiction, but very plausible ways that we can, you know, like the concept of like the orbital slingshots and like the space elevators. And like, how do we do that? Like if, if a spacecraft is 11 million pounds and the payload is only 50,000 pounds and the other 10 million pounds is fuel, how do we bypass that? Because then it makes space travel infinitely cheaper and more accessible. So it's just like there's so much. Dude, and KSP has it, dude. all of that. I love it. It has all of that shit in there where it's like there are there are planets that are when you look at like the little galactic, you know, they're not galactic, but the little like solar system map. Yeah. And you see, you know, like a planet that's on like the inclination of its plane is just a little bit a little bit off and that is like you need orders of magnitude more yeah what's what's called delta v which is basically the difference in velocity which is 
ultimately when you want to figure out your thrust to fuel to weight to all that stuff you can just boil it down to like one number yeah delta v to get to that massive gas giant that's just a little bit off of where what your orbit is relative to like the yeah. sun it's like what what you need to do is you need to blast off a, a ship get it into orbit and then build another piece of the ship, blast that off and connect it in orbit. Oh my God. And then blast off and connect it in orbit and then blast off with just a giant reservoir of fuel to then connect that. And then now you've got enough to get into orbit around that planet. <laughs> but because it's so dense and it's so far away that when you land, like you could literally just thrust and you'll just go and you're like not gonna get off the planet because it's so dense that you so what people will do is they'll build all these pieces fly it all out and then now they have like a structure orbiting to where they can build a whole bunch more pieces fly that out connect it and then now you have fuel it's like dude it's insane people, people take months and months doing these missions and it's and it's you have to have like fast forward basically because yeah. like if you don't it's real time and it's to scale so, like, if you do the initial, like, let's go on a rendezvous with the moon. It's, like, four days, 17 <laughs> hours, and you'll just float through the darkness while this tiny little dot yeah. over the next four days, come, you know, becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Or you can hit, like, you know, page up, and it's, like, you can... The best part, though, is that when you fast forward, the physics gets kind of wonky. So, like, like the ship, if you build it really long and really thin... It'll get like wobbly and it'll spin and break apart and explode. A lot of times when you fast forward, the physics gets a little fucky and it goes like and shit just like explodes all Jesus. over the place. Uh yeah, so you got a quick save. A lot in that a game. A lot. Dude, that's it's just yeah, that stuff's cool. That's really funny. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a candidate for a, a main game. For oh me. we'll yeah. See. Oh yeah. We'll see. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's just about it. Not a whole lot not a whole lot going on in the Tarkov zone. Uh, it's still down. I mean, we're seeing plenty of that in chat, so hopefully they'll get that all squared away in the next few hours or even minutes. But uh, if it's down, I'm just assuming you'll, you'll resume the gathering of the magic, and I will launch myself into space. And yeah, Tarkov's down. That's why I'm playing magic right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one raid you did really just made you want Tarkov so much. I had I had a perfect raid, and I didn't feel like having another one. And I did. <laughs> you were like, you know what? That's enough. It's not gonna. It's not gonna get better than that. Yeah. And that was. Eh. So yeah. I'll yeah. Wait. Um. Well, thank you guys for hanging. Appreciate you being here. Um. It's weird. It's Friday, but uh, we'll be back. This will be live next week, early next week, and then we'll be back next week. Um, potentially trying to get some new guests on soon. Hopefully Tarkov is going to kick into high gear pretty soon with 12.12 and all this kind of stuff. I know we got holidays coming up soon, so cool stuff coming. Thanks for hanging with us live, and uh, we will definitely see y'all on the next one. Peace!